1: great show lined up for you tonight folks you might have oh we're doing it like a sports commentator yeah, now i'm being a yeah. fucking loser um you might have noticed we have a new theme song yeah and that was uh because we re- found this one and we really liked it and we were
2: like i'm sorry did they write this just for us yeah basically i just felt like it really embodied my soul yeah yeah in a horror theme song in a horror theme song in a horror theme in a horror theme song. In a horror theme song. In a horror theme
1: song. Anyway. Anywho. That's all. how you been. I haven't seen you in a while, actually. I know.
2: I've been missing you like where crazy. Where you at? Where you been? Huh? <laughs> I've been, you know, just reeling, and dealing, dealing. <laughs> no. Reeling, dealing. Dealing. You know. Um, <laughs>
1: that
2: sounds oh, like a traveling me. salesman.
1: I know. Um cool cool. Anyway, yeah, how you been? I'm what okay. you been doing? I don't know, nothing. We rescued a dog. My sister rescued a dog <sighs> yeah, the, that's the other day. So, yeah. Like just like met this dog and like the owner just couldn't take care of it properly. So my sister was like, this comes home with me. Yeah, you and can't like, keep this. Dog. No, and just convinced her to, like, give her the dog. So my sister took this dog home. So now we're like, he's the cutest little, sweetest little, cuddly age-all. And um, we had him over at my house today while my sister went shopping just because he has never really been in a house before. What? See outside? Yeah. <gasps> yeah.
2: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. And he's definitely not an outside dog. Like the breed no, is not like an outside dog. No, not at dog. all. So Natalie, my sister, uh, kept him at her house last night, but she had to go shopping today. So then I took the dog to my house while she was shopping. And um yeah, he was just cuddling and being a little cutie. Little angel. And Abby's okay with him? Yeah, it's so strange. My dog usually doesn't get along with other dogs. Yeah. She has no problem with this dog.
2: Aww. And
1: also my dog... My dog gets jealous when I give attention to yeah, other animals. The same way. So I have two cats. And right. even with the cats, she lives with them. But if I give them more attention. More attention, she jumps up and tries to like be a part of it or put her right. body in between us, or right? It. Right. Not with this dog.
0: Aww. Yeah.
1: So like she, she must just you.
2: sense his like, yeah. like probably just yeah. tenderness. Just a sweet little angel baby.
1: Yeah. So we um we, yeah, I don't know. He was at our house and um, we really want to keep him, obviously. Like, Natalie loves him. I love him. Our brother loves him. My mom is obsessed with him. Oh. My mom wants to keep him. So, we have to figure out a way to let my dad let her keep him. Yeah. And that's it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's, that's what's been going that's on. That's me, me. me. <sighs> just really hoping that your dad. Yeah. Send out the good vibes. Yeah. For anyway, sure. You want to talk about horoscopes? Yeah, let's talk about horoscopes. Okay. I didn't pull anything out. I pulled up. them for you. Yeah, I'm you a good. Them. I'm a good person. Okay. Who reads first? I can't remember. I don't care. I think I read yours first. Okay. Don't be surprised if many visitors come to your door today. A relative or coworker could be in a black mood, which could spill over to you as you're feeling more intuitive than usual. Oh oh yeah okay realize that this isn't coming for from you leo and let it go misinformation could come your way by phone email or mail check out the facts before you buy into it
2: i don't know cool i don't know i i haven't really like i went to my my parents house earlier yeah and like my dad was like venting about my mom and i was like yeah, yes. she's been this way my whole life. Yeah. You're just getting around to figuring this yeah. one out. Now like, I'm not in the house yeah. and you're in the next Start target. Yeah, and are dealing with it. So I guess gone? that's like one of, I don't know, I guess that's not really black news. No, black mood. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of not accurate for me today. Okay, that's fair. Cool. Well, the day's not over. The day is very much not over. <laughs> anyway. um, okay, so yours. Disturbing dreams or unsettling moods could arise today causing you to wonder if something is wrong or something bad is going to happen. Let it go, Gemini. If anything goes wrong, it isn't likely to be anything major. A recent event may have triggered old impressions that are causing these feelings. You could also be picking up on others' moods as your intuition is high. I do feel like I've been picking up on
1: other people's moods today, like a lot. Okay. And um, I don't know, I did have a weird dream last night, which I'm not going to talk about. Mm. Um, but I had a weird dream about someone who's like no longer in my life. Yeah. So I was just like, fuck, I hope, I hope they're okay. hmm And that was really it. <laughs> so yeah, disturbing I... dreams could arise, but.
2: Yeah, that's kind of yeah, relevant. It was relevant. Um, yeah. All right. I feel like we're being, like, really... Like, we really amped up at the beginning, and now we're, like, just... We're,
1: <laughs> crashing. What crashing. happened to us?
2: I don't know. Well, we were talking about the NBA finals!
1: <laughs> <lineup. laughs> Kawaii-mia-river. Kawaii-mia-river. Like, your shirt says. Um, okay. So, we have a cool episode. I don't think we have a theme to this No, we this decided week.
2: on no theme because I wanted to do something NBA-related. Yeah. But... And how many haunted
1: NBAs? Yeah, not that many, but I
2: was informed of one recently. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Before you know this is all over, might as well just strike yeah. while the iron's hot. Yeah. And I
1: watched uh okay, so there's a show called Paranormal Survivor, and I was watching it and this story, I was like, Holy shit, this is insane, the mm-hmm. story that I found out. Um, so I think you're the
2: starting one today. Yeah. So you go right ahead. Oh, doke So like I said, um, I've been inspired due to the NBA finals. And there is a hotel in Oklahoma Oklahoma called the Skirbin Hotel. Um, so I'm going to talk about the um, paranormal or the ghost sightings and how that all came to be. Um, from the Skirvin Hotel. So, in January 2010, the Oklahoma City Thunder handily defeated the New York Knicks, scoring 106 points to the Knicks 88. Was it skill behind Oklahoma City's win, or did a ghost indirectly aid the team? Oh, damn. Located on the corner of 1st Street and Broadway, Oklahoma City's Skirbin Hilton Hotel regularly hosts teams in town to play the Thunder. The 107-year-old building also has a reputation for being haunted. According to a report in the New York Daily News, a two-day stay at the Skirbin left at least two Knicks players convinced the hotel's spooky stories were true. Eddie Curry was one of those players. Per the Daily News, Curry slept only two hours the night before the game with Oklahoma City because he was spooked by tales of the resident ghost. So according to local legend, a maid named Effie jumped from an upper floor with her baby after the hotel's owner and child's father, W.B. Skirvin, locked her in a room to prevent a scandal. Oh, my God. The maid is now said to roam the hotel, slamming doors, peeping at men in the shower, and even propositioning male guests. Yes, girl. (laughs) Yes, girl. Get it. (laughs) Visitors also report awakening to the sound of a baby wailing. They said it happened on the 10th floor, and I'm the only one staying on the 10th floor, Curry told the Daily News. That's why I spent most of my time in Nate Robinson's room. I definitely definitely believe there are ghosts in that hotel. Is the tragic tale of Effie true? There's no record of a woman hurling herself from the upper floors of the Scriven Hotel, though a salesman once jumped from the 10th. Despite a lack of evidence, tales of ghostly happenings persist. A year after the New York Daily News published the next ghost story, ESPN columnist Bill Simmons spent a sleepless night at the Skirbin after hearing an infant wail. He described the eerie experience in his column. I woke up at 4.30 with my heart pounding. Suddenly, it dawned on me that I wasn't alone. I had an overpowering sensation that someone else was in the room. I decided to turn on the light. Stretching to my right for the switch, out of nowhere, I heard the sound of a baby crying urgently to my far left. Oh my god! The urgency freaked me out just as much as the crying itself. Yeah. I fumbled for the switch, couldn't find it. Fumbled, fumbled some more. Then finally, the turned the light on. The crying sound stopped. I kept the lights on and the television and that's how I spent the next three and a half hours, half asleep, half awake, and totally spooked. Yep. That's what I would have done. I came to Oklahoma City for Durant and Westbrook and left telling stories about Effie's baby. And just know that the next time someone tells me a ghost story, I will believe them. Ooh. So um, that's basically like the the major story mm-hmm. of the Skirman Hotel, but- it seems to persist, and um, a bunch of NBA players have continued to experience. Really? Yeah. There's like there's like tons of stuff about it, and I, like I could go into it, but it'd be like way too long. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, I there's people who are like, they just like there's everyone just sees this made like around and just attacking people oh my god um but like if that's true like if she actually did jump from a window because she was locked in her room like yeah i would haunt the shit out of that place a fucking 100 percent.
1: or i would just haunt that guy forever (laughs) well i think he's dead well he's definitely dead now but still yeah that's terrifying can you imagine
2: um (sighs) so that was that's that good it's it's a short one yeah um Short and good. But you should look up some more.
1: Of those <laughs> you should look up once. If any of our listeners are from Oklahoma City and yeah. stayed in that hotel, let us know.
2: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Okay, mine's long, so. Good. That's good. Uh, Okay, so basically, I'm going to tell you the story of Nadine's trailer park terror. They, her and her family had moved into this trailer park in April of 1991. They moved a lot because her husband was in the military. The trailer park was nice, it was affordable, and it was clean. The people in the trailer park uh, were military, like her family, and they all fit in fine. The trailer was going to be the family's home until housing could be arranged on the nearby military base, so usually when you're waiting for government housing on post, it can take up to 27 months. So they thought that it would be like two years that they'd have to live in this trailer
2: park. Okay.
1: They were really young at the time. And uh, she said that she remembers being at the end of the row. There were big, there was a big field and there were trees. Um, and she would play outside during the day. At night, they were mostly inside. If you looked out the window, you could see a big field and there was a wooded tree line and she said the tree line. I never liked it. It just seemed off to me. I just never liked the woods. It just always felt cold. It just kind of, I don't know. It made me feel eerie. I do remember the forest. It was something that I generally avoided. The unnerving sensations soon became all too real. Her husband and uh, her, or sorry, her son and her would go outside and play ball, uh, just like a normal kid. And on one day, they went outside and the neighbor's dog was lying there. They thought the dog was sleeping, but he was dead. Uh, what? yeah so the dog was there like i said it was their neighbor's dog but the neighbors were never home so they decided that they were going to bury the dog next to the woods because they didn't think it was right to just leave the dog there okay. so they dug a hole it was about two feet deep and they thought that that would be enough to thwart off like a lot of small creatures that would try and dig it up mm-hmm. they were outside um So, whatever. So, they did that, and then time goes by. So, they're outside, the sun is playing, and then the mom noticed that there was something weird about the woods. So, she walked up to where the hole was, and it had been dug up, and it was empty, and the dog was gone. Oh, Yeah. So she says after we had buried the dog and it had been dug up you would see something at the edge of the woods you would see these glowing red eyes like blood red eyes it appeared to be some type of animal or creature maybe eight feet tall this thing was staring right at you you could just feel it boring down on you like it was watching you all the time it was terrifying i will never forget those eyes so Spirits that like to intimidate will show themselves to scare people, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and not all spiritual entities entities are humanoid figures. Most of the times, they can morph into different shapes, different forms, different creature like animals, and they can wreak havoc on your life. And it got to the point where every night that Nate, where every night Nadine would see the red eyes hovering in the distance she was convinced that they were, like, someone's eyes or they were someone, like, something, right? Yeah. Um, and this heightened her protective instincts. She would never let her kid out of her sight. He would go out to take the garbage or go out to the car, and she always had to know where he was because she was afraid, because she didn't know what this thing was. She was afraid that if she took her eyes off of him, something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um and then the kid said, she was m- more protective of me. She liked to keep me close by within earshot and within sight. And um, so she was right to be scared because the terror started to escalate. Um, her husband was a skeptic. He thought that she was embellishing on what she saw. So his first impression was that her imagination was getting away from her. Cause you know, women, right? Right, yeah. Hysterical. Hysterical. Um, So about two or three weeks after Nadine had first seen this thing, um, she was finally able to show it to her husband and show him the eyes in the woods. He thought that it was going to be something low to the ground, like some kind of canine or a wolf. Yeah. So that he could be like, don't worry about it. It's just a wolf. Right, right, um, right, right. Until it moved and then they could see how big the thing was. Oh, geez. Yeah. So he got his rifle and started loading it. Uh, he was expecting that it could be explained away and he had no explanation for it. Um, da-da-da-da. I just missed my spot. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, they had no explanation, the, uh, whatever it was, you could hear growling and grunting and awful noises. And he had his rifle and he started crossing the field and he says, I got out there and it was gone. I could find no evidence whatsoever. So as the unexplained unexplained sightings kept intensifying, Nadine went to go look for answers. She decided to ask some of the neighbors about it and she got really odd reactions. She asked them if they knew much about the wildlife around here and asked if she had ever seen anything bigger or if they had ever seen anything bigger. When she went to ask one neighbor, the neighbor refused to speak to her. She closed the door and she would never speak to Nadine after that. Uh, She noticed that a lot of her neighbors had started moving and it appeared like they had moved in the middle of the night and she noticed that it was happening a lot. The neighbors came and went. Some of them were freaked out by whatever the creature was. Nadine started asking questions and she started asking why they had left. Why was everyone leaving so quickly? And she was told that she was told that each one of them had left because something had happened to them, where a dog or a wolf or something had tried to attack them and tried to get into their mobile home. She went to a vacant trailer one time to go like look around, Mm -hmm. and the red eyes were inside of the trailer looking at her. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, what? And she said she realized that it was watching her and that it was real and it wasn't going away. And then she's like, now I'm fucking scared. Sure. Now I'm terrified. Yeah. She didn't know what she was dealing with. She didn't know if it was a ghost. She didn't know if it was a demon. Um, And then her son starts having really bad nightmares. Okay. Okay. So it was getting really common that he would wake up in the middle of the night at least two to three times a week. Um, and every time it was the same nightmare. He would wake up in the middle of the night screaming, and he would be panicked, and his parents would tell him it was just a nightmare. In the beginning, they would... They would just try to get him to go back to sleep and say, like, I'm right here if you need me. But soon they found out how overpowering the nightmares had become. They got called by the school principal about pictures he had been drawing in class, and they were all of the same picture. It was a big thing with red eyes, and he drew teeth on them, and the teeth had blood dripping off of them. It was really disturbing. Um, And the kid said, I drew it repeatedly over and over again. It was a big deal to me. And he said, one night I was having this nightmare. I saw a big black form outside of my window. I was scared. Mom, dad, he screamed, and they ran into his room. um, And he was just looking out of the window. And then um, everybody saw the same red eyes outside of the window. Okay? Okay. Um, Whatever this thing was had black and brown hair or fur. And it was walking up. It was upright like a walking wolf like a werewolf yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
2: that's Um, exactly what
1: i was picturing this entire time was like a right yeah and then they realized like this thing is stalking them okay and they felt like it was like it had honed in on them and it's coming for them type thing right um so with more questions than answers nadine is determined to get to the root of the mystery so they go to the library And the library tells them that there's a legend of skinwalkers in this area before she'd never heard of a skinwalker before. And, um, A skinwalker, what this thing says, is a type of creature that was once human. They can assume the forms of animals like foxes or wolves. They are considered very dangerous and they have evil intentions. They are connected to illness, bad luck, and even death. And then, so I Googled what a skinwalker is. And, like, really in short terms, in the Navajo culture, a skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal.
2: Mm. Yeah well right so there's that so this is really like avant-garde for me it's fucked like what is
1: this but this is like a real girl who's like telling her story like literally sitting and like being interviewed for this story and then my stomach is beginning to other people are corroborating it so we're gonna get into that so um they found out there was quite a bit of research behind it. They had no idea how to protect themselves from this. So John had to go away for work, her husband, Mm -hmm. and she did not want to be left in the trailer alone and asked her friends to come stay the night. So uh, one of her friends came to stay the night and they heard growling outside and noises outside. Uh, And the the friend is like, yeah, I definitely heard that, like guttural type of noises. Right. Um, They went to the door. They both looked out. And up at the edge of the woods, it was standing there and looking at them, head to toe, upright walking, black wolf with red eyes. Nadine and her family were being terrorized by this vicious beast. Um, And then the thing tries to get into the trailer. So the trailer starts to shake. Uh, I don't know how you make a 14 by 80 mobile home move, but the whole thing started moving. Whatever it was, it was literally shaking the whole place. Um, My friend started, started panicking and she said, we need to call the police. And I thought, what are the police going to do? Yeah. We were standing there and the door just flew open and we thought, this is how we're going to die. And we looked out and there was nothing. It was gone. There was nothing there. We were terrified. We knew that there was no way to get out of this except to leave. Okay. So after the trailer was attacked, obviously she's more concerned with the safety of her family. How far would this creature go?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and they were terrified of what was going to happen next, so they moved out as fast as they could. Yeah. Um, They were panicked. They were packing in a hurry, and they literally left a bunch of their shit behind because they were like, get the important things in the car and get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, They said, we wanted out so badly, we left stuff and we never went back. Even the day we left, I saw the eyes in the woods. There it was. The husband said, I loaded them all in the truck and we hit the road. We never looked back. And then she says, I still don't like to be near the woods at night anywhere. It has changed me forever. Mm -hmm. And that's it. The story of Nadine's trailer park terror that's and fucked. the skidwalker.
2: I wonder if like anyone who's gone back to the trailer park has seen anything similar. I don't know, girl. Fucking that's terrifying. pretty fucking terrifying.
1: Can you imagine? First, I thought it was going to be a werewolf, and I was like, Yeah, that's what I thought,
2: but yeah. I, the witch thing just threw me. Yeah, scary, scary business out there. Yeah, man. <laughs> I feel bad that my story was so short but I don't care I want to like I feel like there's just too many incidents to like pick the best one yeah and it was
1: relevant you're fine yeah for what's going on right now yeah okay so we're gonna do our hometown haunt now let's see which one we're gonna pick okay should we just pick the oldest one yeah okay let's see I don't think that we read this one no, doesn't okay. look like it. Okay, cool. Okay. So we are going to read a story from Adele. Okay. Not the singer, but I <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, Hi, I'm loving the podcast. I've only been listening a few days, but I love the flow it has. It's just funny enough to keep me from getting too creeped out. I have so many stories about ghosts as I think it's a family trait passed down from so many women in my family. I also live in an old and active part of Ontario between Ottawa and Montreal with the Mohawk Reservation and the Battle of Chrysler Farm and most of all the lost villages where nine communities in 1958 were submerged into the St. Lawrence River. Hmm. A lot of houses were moved to new communities just a short distance away, like my parents' house that is about 100 years old now. This makes the area I live in very active with paranormal activity. Like I said, I have a crap load of experiences, but I'll start off with this gem. I was maybe around six or seven. I was playing outside on the road. It was a dead end, long straight road with train tracks at the end with only five other houses on it. And all the houses were together so I can see them. So I can see all of them. So my little kid self sees a black 1940s car speeding from the dead end part of the road, and I can tell it's going fast from the dust it's churning up behind it from the dirt road. My body feels stunned, and I'm just standing there watching it hurtle towards me. I can't move. It's like I don't even think to try and move. I wait till it's inches away from me, and I close my eyes, and this giant gust of wind blows past me. I open my eyes, ready to pee my pants, and look behind me, and there is no car. There isn't even the dust from the dirt road. So a couple years later, my brothers and I were just playing in the thicket of trees on the opposite side of our house from the road, and it's the furthest things we, thing we've been in the... It's the... F- furthest we've been in the trees. It's not a big thicket, and my brothers got very excited because they spotted a big, rusted old 1940s car. Okay. As soon as I got a look at, at it, my body went cold. It was the same car, just dilapidated. I immediately ran home and let my brother play in it to get haunted with t- t- tetanus? What? <laughs> tetanus, like you get it from rust or Nice, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> always staying spooky Adele that's actually fucking I can just picture it happening yeah Yeah. that's a that's a good one it was well written well well. written you had me captivated this entire time thank you for that we love it
1: all right should we do a fuck Mary
2: kill yeah we should this is a really short episode though yeah yeah oh let's do it Let's do it. We have we have filler coming. Oh, we do. We, we have do. filler. We Don't have some worry. Exciting We've stuff. got
1: news coming up at the end of this episode. Yeah. Let's do a fuck Mary kill, and then we'll. Get, or should we give them the news and then play fuck Mary kill? No. Okay. Fuck Mary kill. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. We're gonna do an NBA finals. <laughs> Sorry, fuck, guys. Fuck Mary kill. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for the guys here. Okay. To the guys who were about to yeah. roast. <laughs> but, like, really, they're like, okay, fucking Hamiltonian women, get out of yeah, here. Yeah, get out of here, yeah. Um, Okay, fuck, Mary kill. Kevin Durant.
2: Yeah. Steph Curry. Demarcus Cousins. Okay, so I would marry Steph Curry. Okay. Because he's adorable. Yes. And he, him and his wife are like so cute together. Yeah. And I would love for that to be my life. Okay, got Um it. <laughs> I would fuck. I want to say DeMarcus Cousins. Yep. Because he's kind of hot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then I would kill Kevin Durant because he's not even playing right now. <laughs> so, yeah, that's he's like, then. he might come. And I would kill him because if he does come back, we might be fucked. Oh, Because, yeah, Iron that's, Raptors. yeah. So I totally would kill Kevin Durant. Okay, I got it. All right. Yeah. So, um for
1: my raptor squad i'm gonna have to google them because i don't know what they look like because oh again i don't give a fuck Fine. but here we go okay I got fuck
2: all. mary kill Kawhi leonard obviously um <laughs> pascal siakam okay and i'm gonna throw drake in there for you. <laughs> he's not because he's a he's not a raptor but he's, he's like, an ambassador for the raptor that's true that's true, unless that's you really want me true. to do someone like like someone else like i, I can't no Okay, let me really think about this.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm going to marry Drake for his money. No! Yeah, for his money. Are you kidding me? Okay, well, I would kill Drake, but go ahead. (laughs) (sighs) Who are the other two? Kawhi Leonard. Yeah.
2: And Pascal Siakam. Okay. I will... You can't kill Pascal Siakam and you can't kill Kawhi Leonard, so you have to kill Drake. Wait, why can't I kill them? Because they're both. We need them. Because, okay, first of all, Pascal Siakam was
1: going to be a priest. Oh, I'll marry him then. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to marry Pascal Siakam. Why can't I kill Kawhi? Are you joking? (laughs) Are you. Is that a fucking joke? No, because I wouldn't want to have sex with Drake. I'm not kidding. I would never want to have sex. I would trade. go with Kawhi Leonard so then for I'll the have, sexual relations. You're right. So I'll go with Kawhi Leonard. Sorry, I'm really swaying this yeah, in my... No, 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 no. <laughs> I, again, I know nothing about these <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for informing me. You're welcome. So yes, I will marry Pascal Siakam because yes. he used to be a priest. So I feel like... He's not... He really- didn't
2: become one yet. He was supposed, supposed to be a to priest. to be one, Yeah. Yeah. So like and that he's from nice. Cameroon,
1: and he's, like, really, like, it's a Wholesome big Wholesome relationship, yeah. I feel. Yes. Uh, I'll have sex with Kawhi Leonard basically just because I don't ever want to have sex with Drake. Yes, okay. And I would kill Drake,
2: and that's it. That's it. And that's it, one and done. I just couldn't allow you to actually want to kill a raptor, <laughs> so I had to throw Drake in there. Man, I don't care. I'll
1: kill all of them. No, I'm kidding. kidding. I not <laughs> I okay. would marry all of them. Um, I would not have sex with all of them. I no. would have sex with Pascal and Kawhi, but not with Drake.
2: <laughs> Drake's gonna be
1: crying in his feelings. Probably not. He's, he's probably never gonna know this happens. He may, he might. And if he ever finds my Instagram, he'll be like, "Yeah, good. I don't want to fuck you either." Oh my so. god, <laughs> you're horrible. Uh, but your friend Nicolina,
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I would totally fuck her and ghost her. Y-
1: and yeah, f- yes, um, totally. Yeah, or send an Uber your way. <laughs> All right, so we have news. Yeah, we news. have to tell. We have to talk to you guys. Oh yeah. well, wait, first let's talk about how we had a lot of listens on the last episode.
2: Yeah. like a lot of listens in a very short period of time like in 24 hours we had like thousands of listens yeah I was very
1: excited but um like I mean I love I love my paranormies so much yeah um I just wish that they'd rate, rate review and subscribe yeah guys rate review and subscribe yeah guys rate review and subscribe it literally takes one second you go and you hit the five stars.
2: Like when you send us these emails, like just copy and paste your like, like what you tell us and put it oh in the review. Oh my God, yeah.
1: In the very top. Yeah. It's so easy. You don't even have to write it twice. You just copy and paste it right into a review. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Please. Thanks. Okay. I love you. <laughs> that's not the big news though. That's not the big news. We have bigger news.
2: Do you want to tell them? Um... I guess. Yeah, tell them. Okay. Well, we have decided that a lot of people are enjoying our uh, witty banter and <laughs> our uh, lessons about life that we like to try and um, bestow bestow on our listeners. So we've decided to create a second podcast. Yeah. And it will be exclusively about um, providing advice life lessons teachable moments yeah um that we can share with y'all yeah and so basically yeah like we would love if you would send us your questions that you have about life like anything anything really or Um, like
1: i'm fighting with my best friend and like what do i do yeah or Or my boyfriend's being a dick yeah should i break up with him like probably he always puts his phone face down
2: what does this mean (laughs) yes let me tell you yeah it can be very specific yeah we 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 know we got the intuition yeah
1: nicolina has always been somebody that i go to for advice and she's never sugar-coated anything and i used to be
2: part of an advice column yes So I mean,
1: we've got experience.
2: Yeah. I, I just, unfortunately I suffer from like really, really bad anxiety. Yeah. But my anxiety is usually a large indication of the truth. Yeah. (laughs) And that gives me anxiety because I know the bad shit's happening. Um, so yeah, I mean. I will tell it to you like it is. And I'll also share like my own bad shit yeah. that happens. And then hopefully it'll give you a little sense of, of relief that you're yes, not alone.
1: Not alone. <laughs> and so we're really excited. So what we're going to do now is we're going to give you a teaser of part of our first episode of our new podcast. Okay. So we actually got an email based off of the Instagram story that I posted. Perfect. So... She writes to us, and obviously everybody that writes in is going to stay anonymous. Yeah,
2: obviously, unless you um, want us to say your name. No, this
1: is a hard hitter. <laughs> no, um, this is a hard hitter. Okay, I'm so right. excited to read it. Me to do. You. I'm excited
2: to say say the truths about it. The <laughs> truths. Okay. Hi, Marie and
1: Nicolina. First of all, I am a huge fan of paranormal and listen religiously. I mean, thank you. I saw on your Instagram story that you are starting a second podcast and we're looking for people to write in to ask for advice. I was thrilled because I do not have any paranormal stories to contribute, but this I can do. Sit tight, ladies. This is going to be a bumpy ride. I have been in a loving relationship for a few years. My guy is sweet, hardworking, and takes care of me. Literally could not ask for a better partner. But the other day, something happened to me that most people only dream of. A bonafide celebrity slid into my DMs. Now, I'm not talking red carpet celeb, but if I told you their name, you would know exactly who I meant. Blue checkmark verified on Instagram. (laughs) Okay. Which is
2: impressive. Is it an influencer or is it a like...
1: Like well, I don't know. This is what she says. She I says know. it's not red carpet. So I think it's like an actual celebrity. Like either like a TV show person or like somebody in the music industry possibly. You,
2: but they, they go on the red carpet.
1: Maybe it's somebody who's like I'm I'm guessing she means not George Clooney. No, of oh, course. Cool. Okay, not okay, someone okay. like George Clooney. Okay. But believe me, you know who you would know who I'm fucking talking about if I tell you this person's name. Okay. Um but I'm impressed. They have a blue check mark on Instagram.
2: Yeah, which but is hard. Like, yeah, no, it is harder. It's harder than Twitter. That's for Anybody can get a blue check mark on no, Twitter. I could, I know, could.
1: I us. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, okay, finish? so she says, the message was innocent enough, so I responded, but it quickly turned flirty. Now I don't know what to do. I love my man, but a celebrity. Do I go for it and have a fling and get some life experience? Because like, when is this ever going to happen again? Mm-hmm. I'm very conflicted.
2: How would you handle this? Help. Okay. Well, first of all, I've in the past, like that Friends episode, had a list of celebrities that we were able to, like, have flings like, with right. if if they so happen to come, come across. across us. Yeah. So Harry Styles was one of mine. Yes. Um, I don't know if I had anyone that was like pressing, but that was just like the one and only that yeah. I was like, no, you don't understand. Like I have to sleep with him. Right.
1: You don't get it. You, yeah.
2: Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna say, like, unless you've not, if you've never had that conversation, yeah. And if that person or if you have and that person isn't on that list, yeah. um then I would really like think about if it's worth a right. lifetime of you know betraying your significant other Mm -hmm. over someone who is you know like they're a celebrity that doesn't mean what if they're shit in bed
1: yeah like uh, my my perspective is more just like like okay so you're gonna go you're gonna have a fling with this person whatever it's gonna be a one-time deal but what if it's not what if it's not a one-time Yeah, show? like one of my friends so then, actually
2: met a celebrity in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, the guy from Entourage. Yeah. So this could be like that kind of person. It, that's what I mean. So yeah. she met this guy from Entourage. The like, what was his name? The main Adrian guy, Adrian That's him. Yeah. yeah. So sorry, Adrian, if you're listening. Yeah. But um, basically, like they hooked up in Vegas. Yeah. And then he like totally wanted to like keep talking to her. This is what I mean. And like was like skyping her and like right. hanging out and like wanted to hang out. And she was like, listen, like yeah, we're I'm not like I don't have the money to like like just go fly, fly wherever where you are. You are. And, like even if he was like willing to pay, it couldn't. La- like how long right. did it last? but like yeah you could get stuck in a sticky well, sticky situation here. exactly because what if this person is like yo like no genuinely I, looking I for a relationship see,
1: i want to see you again or like yeah. or what if you want to hook up but then it's a good hookup and he's and this person he wants is to like, keep calling you oh, and dming to, you whatever right, yeah. then then you're high hide- then you're high hide- but hide- then you're in a position where you're like okay i said it was only going to happen one time yeah and now he's reaching out again. So then you're going to have a problem where you're like, do I do it again because he's a,
2: ce- a celebrity or do I just let it go? Like, I, I've if, been in this situation if, before. If it were like, me, not- I would honestly, like, if the celebrity was genuinely interested in you, I would maybe become friends with them if you could. Right. And see if if there's a genuine connection there. Right. If this person really wants to get to know you. And also though like the life of being like yeah do you really want
1: that that's like with like being with i don't know i just i think it's a really shiny thing to look at from far away yeah and then you get up to it and it's just a gum wrapper i would also
2: wonder why (laughs) this person would want to maybe she's hot i mean yes it could just be like yeah you're super hot yeah um but then that's kind of superficial and it's not really going to be fulfilling like i mean at the end of the day, if it's just a one, I don't know, I'm this type of person who doesn't really like to just go bang someone and be one and done. Like, I just can't like, I'm I'm like, I'd rather just be their friend than go and bang them. And then they just lose, like, they don't see me for who I am. Exactly. Yes. I agree. I,
1: yes. I think that I say, no, I say, I wouldn't do it. I would, if he starts being flirty or whatever, or the conversation starts getting flirty, I would just be like, I know it's awkward to be like, I, you know, it sucks. I fucking hate this. I hate that women can't just be like, I have a boyfriend without feeling like they're being that girl. But like, fuck it. Like just say, yeah. Like, I I don't know if you noticed on my Instagram, but like I I am in a relationship. So like, I don't know maybe maybe you just have like a flirty personality but your messages are coming across as a little flirty and I want to be upfront and honest like I'm not looking for that because I'm in a relationship yeah um but her question is like what do I do should I have this fling my answer is no
2: no and I I feel like other podcasts that may discuss sexual behaviors would probably tell you to go for it yeah but I'm gonna say like like if you have a great a great, great relationship. relationship. Like.
1: Yeah. And. It'd be different if you emailed us and said. he am not happy. Sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like you say that he's great. He's perfect. He's literally perfect. My so advice like, was literally.
2: No. would Literally just try and make a connection with this person on like. Like you you don't know, you could get some perks out of just knowing this person yeah. and be able to have life experiences yeah, by just getting without them. having to have sex with them. Like yeah. I don't think that we should be defined by just being able to fucking bang someone. Yeah. Like we have more to offer. Absolutely. And if yes. he doesn't want to If it is a he. um, It is. It is a he. he. Okay. Um, If he doesn't want to see you pass just someone to have sex with, then fuck. Like, who cares if he's a celebrity? I don't fucking care. Yeah. I personally could care less if you're a celebrity if you're a genuine, humble, attractive, nice person who who can, like... And, like stimulate my mind yeah. then I'll give you my time of day yeah but I literally just don't go bang guys because they're fucking celebrities yeah I'm with you on that one yep so
1: yeah and that's the tea that's the tea and that's it okay guys that was your little taste of our new podcast we hope that you're interested we hope you like it Um, feel free to email us your questions and rate, review, and subscribe. And that's about it. That's all we've got today. All right. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. That's showbiz, baby. Bye. Hey guys, Marie here. Just really quickly wanted to add a footnote to this episode while I was finishing editing it for you today and wanted to let you guys know that the reason why we did not name our new podcast or give you an email address to send your questions to was because we had not yet picked a name for the podcast, but we have since picked one. We have an email address. The new podcast is going to be called Can I Call You? And our email address is can I call you podcast at gmail.com. So if you have something going on in your life that you would like our advice on, please email us at, at gmail.com. We will obviously keep you updated on the paranormal podcast of when the first episode of Can I Call You drops. Love you guys so much. Stay spooky.